I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Welcome back to the podcast. I received a question that I want to answer here. And it is, what is intuition and what does it mean to follow it? This is a really good question and something that is constantly evolving for all of us. And, and you might have a totally different answer than me, which is fantastic. I think all of our own experiences of the world, the way that we gather information and have different unique perspectives, um, our, our lived experience is different, our training is different, our all the things different. There's only one of me and there's only one of you. And, you know, sometimes in the world, there are things that, that might similarly affect each other or people. So this is my take on intuition. I remember when I lived in California and I was looking to move to Portland where I live now. And so I've lived here in Portland for 10 years. This is 10 years ago. At the time I had two kids and we, my, and my husband at the time has just finishing grad school and we were going to be moving to the Portland area. We came up and we looked around the area and you know, drove around it and walked through some places because we're looking for, you know, where are we going to live? And we went back down to California and I'm looking online and, you know, just if, if you've done the apartment or house search, when you don't live in the place, it's a whole different layer of interesting. <laughs> I know that in, in my past, I, I there was a, a summer back in undergrad that I, I lived in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico and rented a place sight unseen and it was just first summer, so I was like, "This will be fine. This is was great in our budget." And I got there, and um, definitely <laughs> broke down on the floor crying as soon as we walked into the apartment because it um, was not. Had I seen the place, it is not a place I would have chosen. And um, and moving is you know brings up a lot of emotion. There's a lot of work involved with that, and kind of. That's, that's where we ended up. So that was his own adventure. But I think having had that adventure prior to then making this decision to move to Portland, I, I really wanted to, you know, make sure that I was going to be living somewhere, especially bringing kids along with me that it, to a place, you know, live in a place that, that felt like it could be a safe place, be a place where we could, you know, show up and, and um, that was going to be right for us. And I remember looking at different houses actually to rent. And at that point, I've been in student living for a long time. And 
apartment living versus house living is a totally different thing and there's different costs involved with that there's different um pros and cons with that and it was just renting a house versus renting an apartment and I really had this idea that I wanted to rent a house and had this kind of vision in my head but every time I went to look at the houses and was thinking about them I was I was just stuck like it was just stuck and it was in this moment that like I, I just felt like the, I couldn't make a decision when I felt like I was in this middle place of, and I think being in the middle is so hard in the middle of decision-making is so hard. And, and I was in the middle of this decision of where to move and where to live. And, and there was no, like I couldn't make a decision in that way. Like it was just like a stuck feeling. And I remember this epiphany moment of thinking like, oh, I, I just, there's nothing clear about this. There's nothing falling into place. There's nothing that like feels easy with this. And I was like, well, what if, like, I'm just going to have an experiment moment and say, what if I was just going to rent an apartment? Because that I know, that I know how to do. And so I went on and I started looking at apartments and it was seriously within, you know, a couple minutes that my whole body relaxed and I felt clear, right? So I had this sense of clarity and that was what I needed to do. <laughs> Not look at house rentals and, and look at apartment rentals instead. And, you know, the story isn't a major story, but it was a decision and it was a decision that I remember being very visceral, meaning like in my body and I could feel it in my body and that there was a really conscious feeling of the choice and that place where I was in the middle of, of making the decision where it felt like this stuckness where it, where your, your mind is so occupied by the decision that you, there's not space for other things. And when I had that moment of, what if I just do apartment and the automatic ease like that just like came through my body of saying, oh, this is the way. And it takes a, a long time. I would say it's a life practice of learning to read our bodies. And our bodies are really smart because our, our brain has, you know, we have a lot of subconscious processing that happens. And oftentimes, you know, this is why like shower part, shower thoughts are, are powerful when we have this moment where we actually sit and think and we're not, or we're not trying to think and the things that come to us that, you know, we have this background brain that's working all the time and that automatically plays into our body. And so really learning to pay attention to your body and the way it talks to you will help you make decisions. At least it helps me make decisions. And so what I really look for in my decision-making of what is intuition, intuition is the body knowing. And how to follow that is to learn how your body talks to you. And how do you learn how your body talks to you? You just have to practice paying attention. <laughs> and, that's, and, and that requires intentional practice. That requires slowing down. That requires thinking about what you're thinking about 
that requires you saying, oh, wow, I'm feeling, and not just saying I'm feeling emotional. Maybe you're crying. Maybe I'm crying. I'm like, wow, I am feeling emotional. I'm crying or I'm sad. Why am I sad? Like, I'm not just crying because I'm sad. Okay, what is the sadness? What is the fear? What is the, like, name it. Like, naming things more. Like, going to the next level. Like, asking another why. Asking another question to go a little bit deeper. And when you get, at least for me, when I get to the root of things where I say, where I I keep asking or I keep saying things out loud, talking to yourself out loud is really powerful. And so I talk to myself out loud sometimes. I'm not even saying, Bonnie, you should just talk to yourself out loud so you can figure figure shit out. I just am talking to myself out loud because that's what I do. (laughs) And, And but to allow your voice to be in the room and... And in the middle of decisions, in the middle of emotional process, whether that's within joy or fatigue, right? In any of those, to allow yourself to name those things can help you recognize the way that you experience emotion and intuition within your body. And then to use that knowing within our body to then put it into language, right? To then be able to share it through our words to then share those, those learnings that we have within our, our, our bodies with those around us, with our loved ones, with our friends, with our coworkers, like the way that we need to move in the world. So then, you know, that's if, if the intuition is that, then, then what does it mean to follow it? It means to make those decisions, like to pay attention so that you know what decision is right for you and then to do it. And there's a piece of bravery in that that's really going to be important. And knowing a thing and then doing the thing that you know are different things. And they don't happen always very close together and that's okay. And sometimes fully doing a thing takes some preparation, even if you know it. And sometimes you might think you know a thing and as you sit with it more, and if you ask more questions, maybe it's a slightly different variation than you come up with at first. And that's sometimes true. And sometimes I know for me, I've, I've fought against knowing a thing. I'm like, no, that is not the thing. That is not what I want the thing to be. That is not what I want to make the decision about. That's not the decision I want to make. No. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but I've definitely had that resistance in me as well especially with those big decisions, right? If it's a small decision, let's say, shall I have tacos tonight or shall I have spaghetti tonight? That would be a small decision. But a larger decision would be my example of separation with my kid's dad. But that's a large decision. A large decision would be, 
leaving the religion of my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> there are lots of other large decisions, larger decisions, shall we say, in my life. And those are two that I have talked about before. And how did I know? And it was exactly this, is sitting long enough, asking enough questions, being willing to say things out loud, being really, really honest with myself and with the people around me. And sometimes that honesty needs to come out. Like you have to start getting words out and start writing, like write as if nobody was going to read it. We, we censor ourselves when we're just writing for ourselves. How many times we write in a, in a journal or in a document that only we are going to see and we censor how we're saying things. What happens if you just start writing to get the words out of your body? Even skip punctuation, just like stream it. What happens? What comes out? And let the words out. And sometimes it's like, this is what, this is what I want. This is what I feel. This is what I need. This is like what I fear. This is whatever it is. Like just write it out and, and be able to name those words and, and put words to feelings is a, is a tricky thing sometimes, but we have to start somewhere because we use the language to navigate in the world and, and to help ourselves and to advocate for ourselves and to make change. And we know that change is the only constant. So when I have made bigger decisions is very much listening to my body. And I know that for me, when when I was going to, when, when my, my husband, when Tyler and I were, were thinking about separation and saying, is this what we should do? Is this the thing that best supports each other? Or is it not? Is the best way to, is what we want, is what we want to support each other to stay together? Or is what we want to support each other to support separation for each other? Either way, we're supporting each other, but it looks different. And for both of us to sit with that and to be really honest about the ways that we were thinking and feeling and in the middle space, it's messy. And it was that same stuck. It's like, ugh, like, it's like this, it's this lack of clarity. It's the lack of focus. It's a lack of ease. And that when the decision was made, we had gone to the therapist and we'd had the, a conversation there and then we had come out of the office and, and we're, we're talking and just got really honest about some things that we were thinking and feeling and decided there and talked for, I don't know, we probably stood outside after our appointment for another hour, hour and a half at least and talked and cried and laughed and drove away both of us we had separate we were had come from separate places so we, we drove separately back home and and as we got home we both shared individually the ease and peace that we felt as we drove away 
or there's a sense of calm. That doesn't mean that there's not loss. That doesn't mean there hasn't hasn't been grief in this. It's just that there all of a sudden was a path open and the decision felt like the decision to be made was the right decision. And, you know, as a, as a yoga teacher and somebody who really loves flow yoga or vinyasa yoga, I, it's the same though, right? If you say somebody's in the flow, like somebody's in their flow, they're doing the things, it's very much the same. Like what is intuition and what is following your intuition? It's being in flow and flow is diverted. Flow goes from flow changes, right? If you come to a yoga class that I teach uh, a year ago versus today, it's going to look different. From month to month, it's going to look different. From day to day, your flow is going to look different. Even if it's the exact same class that you're doing, it's going to feel different. It's going to look different. So we let it be different. However, there is a flow. There is a way that feels like a, a cultivation of an effort plus an ease. And it is both of those things. It's work and play, effort and ease. And so where is the flow? Where is the way forward that feels like that sense of ease? And that is the intuition. And again, the timing of that is different for all of us. And, and sometimes we need to sit in that middle space, that messy middle, and really sift through what and why and how and when and if and we have to be willing to get quiet I, I think a meditation practice is going to be really important if you are in a place of really trying to find what your intuition is telling you I listened to a meditation on insight timer just this morning with uh, an individual named Sarah Blondin and there's a meditation called remembering trust and I would highly recommend that one to you it's it's a, a guided meditation she talks to you basically the whole time and that could be impactful for for you and in, in your journey and and listening to her and, and her guidance wherever you're at in this intuition journey and, and by all means I am very much alongside you in learning how to how to do this and how to show up and how to be my best self which is a constant evolution because I'm a changing human being just like you're a changing human being and the and the people that knew us when we were 13 and didn't ever haven't ever known us after we were 13 we're still a 13 year old in their head isn't that wild it's still 13 years old to somebody. And you know what? That's okay. So I'm changing constantly. And I'm learning how to follow my intuition as I continue to make decisions, whether they be simple, silly, small decisions of what time today I'm going to work out, which may or may not be simple or silly or small. And whether or not I should be with somebody or live in a particular place or have a kid or not have a kid. I'm not, that's not my personal, that's not a decision I'm making. I've had my babies, but all of these things, all of these things. And, and I'm walking along. I'm just here to, to let you know that I, I am walking alongside you in this self-discovery 
and that ultimately it is this constant practice for me as well to to be still to to move slow enough to have places in my life that I'm moving slow enough that I can pay attention and that's so much of what this podcast is about that's what yoga strong is about is this practice of continual awareness and yeah it's flow on the mat it's a yoga practice is highly it makes you highly aware of of your body in different in a different way than other movement practices and I like a lot of ways to move my body but yoga does give me something different and I just want to encourage you to continue the intuition experiment and let yourself explore ideas and thoughts and be willing to be honest with yourself and know that it's okay to say all the things to yourself to mean meaning to not censor yourself to be able to say out loud what you're thinking in order to process it and make decisions i'm sending you giant love my hands on my heart right now i'm grateful for you being here I'm grateful for your bravery of showing up in the world like you do and being willing to make decisions that impact your life in great ways. And not only impact your life, but also impact the lives of those around you. Sending love.